welcome to the Critical Obsession podcast. My name is Mirella. And I'm Zoe. And today we're going to talk about episode five of Fucking Crush. Am I right? Yes, it's so funny because you're just like, is it episode five? (laughs) It is episode five. I doubt it every time. Every time I say it. I I, understandable. I can't believe we're at episode five already, honestly. Um, I feel like it's gone really quickly. Yeah, we're so invested and time just flies. Especially now that we're on, on, on vacation let's say yeah and I think also as well like because we're paying more and more attention into these like so-called episodic moments that we're noticing like across series that like as we're hitting those milestones we're just like wait what (laughs) (laughs) so and this is definitely a weird episode for that um if we think about like what what we kind of worked out happened in previous episodes and stuff like that this definitely ticked some of those boxes but there were some things mm-hmm. that happened that made you go hmm but yeah we'll talk about that we'll get to it because I know you've got opinions I've got opinions so we'll we'll get yeah. to that <laughs> it did not end in characters being devastated but something something happened yeah we did and have that- some devastation though like there was that moment it just didn't happen at the end which was interesting the end, yeah yeah, but and also the, the, third we... party, the third party making their move in a way in the context of the story and being like, and one of the characters freaking out because of that happened. And one character questioning if they should be involved in this thing at all happened. Yeah. So, and I feel like in actual fact, we don't know that it's funny because as I said, I know you and I, we've, we've kind of talked about it um, or at least rather you've told me your, <laughs> your feelings initially yeah. after you first watched it. And yeah. it's funny because I've been mulling over it the last few days and I've rewatched it. And I actually think what they've done is really clever. I, I hate them for it, but I think what they've done is actually really clever. And in actual fact, I feel like, we don't actually know if the end of this episode is devastating or not because we don't know what happened leading up to the end of this episode. And, mm. we, won't, and we won't find okay. out until the 7th of January. <laughs> Which well, is all kinds uh, of evil. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it later. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. So I'm just like, the way this began was quite funny. Honestly, we got this scene at the end of last episode where um, Pang, which I finally, I finally paid attention to what Pim's um, character's name is, uh, Pang, Prem's sister, (laughs) basically saw Tan and was like, oh, it's, you know, it's the mock kind of thing and we should say hello. And he's like, no, no, let's head back. Grandma's waiting. Only to fast forward to them sitting and like basically spying on Ten. Um, I I love how he had no chill, like and just had to know. But it's you know he said one thing and did something completely different. Yeah. Um, I thought that was quite amusing. I was very very amusing, but it was. I thought it was amusing how he totally knows they're there in helmets, like they're not hiding yeah when he turned around he like looked d- directly where they were so it's not like they were being stealthy. radar let's be honest yeah and it's not like they were being stealthy like they stood out but by like if they had not had helmets on maybe they wouldn't have stood out so much um mm-hmm. but yeah it's quite funny but he was 
he really loved what I took from this very first beginning scene is is like like we know this already but like he mm-hmm. really likes him like he's so disappointed when he thinks he's like going on a date with someone else um and I was just yes. like oh poor baby like he's really 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 upset and then we got <laughs> we got him like angrily chopping vegetables <laughs> Which is something that no one should do if you want to keep all of your digits. Well, he has experience. True. Maybe he can afford <laughs> chopping the vegetables while angry. Who knows? Yeah, and I like the cute little you can You can afford um, until you can't because you have no more fingers. Yeah, true. So... <laughs> but um, like I like the cute little bit between him and his grandma. You know, like she was trying to sort of, you know, suss him out without like, pre- like without actually, like I like, I like her character a lot because she's like checking in with him, but also she's not like, tell me what's wrong. Do you know what I mean? Because he's an adult and kind of checking to make sure he's okay. And he was okay enough to make a joke about it. Um, And clearly he's not okay, but he's like, she can leave him alone with, with sharp objects. (laughs) So um, yeah. And then of course we got the bit, which we saw in the preview, which was, Ten turning up with his bag of flowers and and whatever else, um, except they skipped that scene really, didn't they? We didn't actually see that bit, or did we? I don't know. I can't remember now. I think just a part of it. Yeah, and then it, I feel like it just yeah. kind of jumped to Prem putting all the dishes down on the table. Yeah, yeah. I like how by going there, Ten basically decides to share his mother's memory with Prem. His yeah. it's his mother's birthday. That was her favorite place to eat. It probably makes him feel like they were destined together and as if his mother approves of his choice. Yeah. It's like, it's, I feel like all of this, you know, all of, I actually had a note here where I said something like probably all of his good memories, like even of his father as well, are all tied to that restaurant there because it's before she got sick. She was happy there. They were all happy there. The fact that, you know, all of these sort sort of good memories that he has happen to be there and and Prem is part of that. So I, yeah, I'm I'm like you. I think he feels really and he it's obviously a conscious choice as well that he chose to go there and do this because he could have done this at any time. Um and yet he he's not only is he like he feels silly doing it too because he says, you know, you might think this is a bit odd or whatever. Um but at the same time, like, he feels safe enough with Prem to do that, which I really liked. And I, I, I love the, like, kind of, like, the, the dawning on him moment that we got with Prem where he's, like, it's, he's working it out. Like, he's working out his misunderstanding. Um, I like how he's, like, his grandma eats with her late husband every day. And then you, and then they catch good to grandma doing exactly that in yeah. an exaggerated way, like, in a funny way. Like, yeah. what is this moment? <laughs> She's just like, yeah, funny. having a chat in the back there. Yeah. I like how he makes it even safer for, for 10 by being like, oh, it's not, it's, it's totally not a big deal. Like, yeah, not at all. Yeah. And so. And then we have, let me say this. Then we have a flashback of prep, like with 10 remembering the mother. Zoe, have you noticed the music? No, I didn't notice the music. music. It's driving me fucking crazy. You know, 
I, 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 oh my god, I'm obsessed with the music from Last Twilight, you know that, right? Yeah. So, the instrumental song that's playing here in the background, when Ten is remembering his mother, is called The Rainbow by Ricky Zhao, I don't know how to pronounce the name, I'm sorry, but this song, this instrumental song, was also used in episode three of Last Twilight, in the scene where Day is trying on clothes and there's a sensual moment between him and Mork because Mork realizes that he's attracted to Day. And they're driving me insane with this because not enough time passed and I still like can see that moment in my, like I can picture that in my head when I hear that music because I even saved it, I love it. So um, (laughs) everyone, everyone discovered that music at the same time. Yeah, it's interesting because like a lot of the editing and filming for both shows would have been done roughly, roughly around the same time. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like you can't even say this one copied this one because we don't actually know. (laughs) But that's interesting. I'm going crazy. I can't. Like it's just like, oh, no. (laughs) I never noticed it. There's one instance in this show where I totally noticed music, but that wasn't it. Was it because it was it the theory of love music? No, I didn't notice that either. No, <laughs> no. I'll tell you when we get to it. when he was repairing the the. Oh no! Meeting. I mean, I mean, in this, in this. No, I recognize that. In that, I mean, in this particular episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, in this particular episode, I noticed something about music. But what I thought you were going to, because I thought you were getting really excited and said you were like, I'm uh-huh. traumatized. Stop poking the bear. Um, <laughs> with your last Twilight love. Um, I thought you were getting excited about the fact that we had another kind of monumental conversation or moment that took place in the middle of the bridge. Oh, I have a whole thing noted here. So uh, <laughs> that's where I yeah. thought you were going. They're farting. <laughs> They're farting. No, I had to say I had to freak out about the music at first, but also I want to say that the WhatsApp because after the scenes with the flashbacks about the mother, we have the intro song and the up WhatsApp song grew so much on me. I thought it was fun and cute the first time I watched, I heard it because, especially because of the video clip, because mm-hmm. it's really funny and cute. But now it actually makes me feel better and it sets out the mood perfectly. So, yeah, when, I, especially I really, when Gun, really Gun like starts it. singing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's here. It's I like, know. like a, yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's like a holiday or something. <laughs> it's on my Spotify <laughs> playlist. Um, I'm just like, oh, yeah. there's another song that got released for this show. And I don't know whether it's a cover or if it's a whatever it is, but there's, and I, Baby Crush. Yes. And I really like that one too. Uh-huh. I think it's really cute. I can't find it. I must admit, it's been a few days since I've looked on Spotify. I keep waiting for it to turn up on Spotify because I want to put it on mm. my on my car playlist as well. Because it makes me that one makes me smile too. Um, but anyway, back to the bridge. So yeah, they're parting in the middle of the bridge again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. halfway. Yeah. So then we find out the information. We talk about it later because we we have another bridge moment. But uh, so she, his mother fell sick when he was fifteen. Mm-hmm. And what do you think was was it lung cancer or something like that? Probably something like that. Or I mean, I don't know because I don't know like in regards to what health issues are big in Thailand. I'm not 100 percent sure, but it could be something like tuberculosis, which is in most 
Western countries, I know pretty much like not a thing that happens anymore, but I don't know about Asian countries. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure that it's the right kind of weather for it. I feel like, like the right kind of climate. Um, and I know we still get tuberculosis here. Like my grandma, she got it. That's what she died from, but it's pretty rare. Um, mm. And there, there are, there are definitely treatments you can do if you get it in time. Like when she had it, there wasn't anything they could do, but they gave us like the entire family. We had to have like a series of about six or eight weeks worth of needles and stuff to prevent us developing. Or if we'd had even like a hint of it getting any worse kind of thing. But um, so it could have been something like that, but probably the most common thing would have been lung cancer. I'm guessing. He basically thinks his dad should have known, but the dad was busy with his work. He he blamed his father. Well, because I mean, honestly, he was too busy with work he should have noticed like he should have noticed her illness it's, for sure and then the fact that he pretty much replaced her <laughs> didn't help it's something that he's scared to become and he's so fiercely determined to avoid being someone who puts work first before the, his loved ones and but what he says actually is that he wants to become a better doctor but i think that doesn't really have that's not really connected that much but I did hear that a lot of doctors fall sick and go untreated for a long period of time it's like medical workers you tell me if it's correct oh yeah me- because medical workers they are like the worst patients ever they refuse to treat themselves mm-hmm. yeah they they're like oh it's not a, not a big deal or whatever and I, I if his dad uh, dad was so focused on work maybe he kind of extended that attitude uh onto the mother as well like oh that's not not no biggie no biggie that's probably nothing well it's like i don't know if you remembered like middle of this year i gave myself a concussion <laughs> do you remember mm-hmm. and i was like yeah, I, remember. I was fine i felt really ill and everything and i went to work and then i came home and i was talking to my friend who's a neuro- neurologist and she's like i'm listing well it wasn't really listing i was just telling her how i was feeling and she's like you have a delayed concussion. What are you doing driving a vehicle? What are you, doing? you know better than this. Like, she's like, she's giving me a full lecture. She's like, you know better than this. You need to stay home and, like, stay in bed. Um, so, yeah, it was quite fun. <laughs> so, it's, it is something. Yeah, it is a thing. So, the other thing that's interesting, too, is those two things don't line up. Being a good doctor mm-hmm. and never letting another family go through what he went through means almost being yeah. obsessive with your work. So you could be so preoccupied trying to cure someone else's loved one. What he wants is to be attentive with the people that he loves, but that will make him a worse doctor because he won't spend all his time. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. He's, he's like, he's, what he says is not actually what he wants. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't really understand what he wants. I'm not sure. I feel like that probably actually was his original goal. Like his original goal was to be a better doctor than his father and not let anyone else go Mm -hmm. through what he went through. But it's unrealistic because the only way that works is if he stays like a hermit his entire life, if he never loves anybody or has anybody in his life. Which clearly The problem is not that his dad is a bad doctor. The problem is that his dad was a bad husband. Yeah. 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 So I love how he believes, how Prem believes in him. I love how Prem sees him. Yeah. So this is how Prem sees um, Ten. He's detail-oriented, dedicated, and a quick learner. Mm. Learner. 
I love I, I love their relation the way they just uh, support each other. Yeah, I love I love love. Yeah, I love the way they praise each other. I had the same thing pretty much. I love that it's Ten here too, basically, and not his idol, the chef, who ultimately convinces him to enter the um competition. I love. It's funny because at first, the uh, when he was young, when he was a child. Ten was his inspiration, and then this guy became his second inspiration, and now it's ten again. Yeah, I liked that too. And it's interesting because I remember we talked about this in previous podcasts about the idea we we had this preconceived notion both of us that, and they kind of was the story they were sort of sort of telling us that you know with both fire and with ten that they were almost forced into these roles like into these mm-hmm. careers and we both mm-hmm. assumed that he was be starting to be a doctor because that was something his father was making him do when in actual fact mm-hmm. it was his choice um yeah. i'm sure his father is like fully on board with it of course but it's i found that mm-hmm. really interesting but yeah i love the way ten is now his inspiration again and i understand why i mean the 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 line he says to him your food not only fills my stomach but also warms my heart i'm truly happy to have your food yeah i'm truly happy to have your food he's basically ticked the entire all the boxes for why prem wants to be a chef like why he wants to cook um and i just I, yeah, I love that moment. I love how they keep having these like really deep but also really sweet moments in the middle of the bridge. Like, why do they keep doing mm-hmm. They're killing me mm-hmm. here. Like, honestly. They're, they're the bridge couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kang Salom had bathrooms. Ten and Prem have bridges. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so you were on regarding the dad's fan um, touching Ten, making uh, Ten feel uncomfortable. Yeah, he's just somewhat invasive. Yeah, it's interesting because he basically is implying that she's touching him inappropriately. Yet her character doesn't really lend herself that way. Like she doesn't seem like a, a sexual predator to me. However, mm-hmm. she's a lot younger than the father and not much older than ten. So it might just be that she doesn't really know how to treat him. I feel like he almost implied that, but then stopped. Well, I think he was like, he's like, I could be overreacting because he's like, mm-hmm. this is how it made me feel, but maybe this wasn't mm-hmm. her intention. So like, mm-hmm. but I like how Prem's like, look, we'll just fix it anyway because, you know, <laughs> we can't have you feeling uncomfortable. I need you to be happy with people touching you. Um, <laughs> and I love how he comes up with this full-on plan, but I love how the plan is basically to make them look gay and like a couple, to basically uh-huh. imply that her touch wouldn't be tempting or interesting to Ten. I'm just like no to me no to me it's um it felt like she was invading on a private moment that's what what well, there was that what was too. supposed to and I felt also that Prem came across as very protective mm, 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 kind of okay <laughs> I feel like he was the up um upfront one yeah, because ten ten cannot tell her anything. No, it's so. Um, it's so funny how she just stood there watching them like a cooking show. Yeah, I don't see her as a bad person. She's she probably just has very thick skin. Yeah, and maybe she's one of those people. Yeah, she 
no, she's actually very perceptive, but she's one of those people. She reminds me of um, of Dynamite's character a bit, mm-hmm. but she's a bit slower <laughs> somehow. Yeah. And I think she's one of those people who don't really get the illusions. You have to tell them to them straight. Mm-mm. And no one does that. No one does that. I feel like if they did, she'd leave. Like uh, she, Tan was beating the meat or preparing the meat and her tell, telling her off indirectly, but she's just oblivious to the fact that yeah. it was intended for her. I mean, for I her. feel like I feel like you're right, but I'm also when I say her, when I mentioned her being clueless, I don't necessarily mean that she's not insightful. I know mm-hmm. plenty of like really smart, really intelligent people who, like in real life social situations, are completely clueless. Like their yeah, intelligence. Yeah, yeah. They see things that other people don't see that when when it's interactions between other people, but when it's to do with yeah. themselves, they're completely clueless. Exactly. It's different when you're uh, involved in the situation and yeah. you kind of gets blindsided. I feel like if, if Ten had said to her, please stop touching me, I don't like it, she would have been like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm stopped. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but then we already and then seen the... this much of her, so who knows? I think based on the way she behaved, based on the way she presented the information to the dad, I think this is who she is. Yeah, I she's think so not too. The fact as well that she queried as well, and she's like, you know, maybe Prem is trying to scam him, but then she was like, thought about it. She's like, but he's not really that kind of person. I thought, well, she's... Yeah, and the fact that she, she even remembered, I think she remembered the dish that they were preparing. She was curious. She was like, she's just nice. Yeah. She's probably trying to be overly affectionate with Ten because he's kind of like her stepson, but because he's an adult, it's just and not much younger than her. It's just fucking weird. And so like, she's trying to she's trying to be friends with to befriend him, but yeah. he's very cold. Yeah. And so she, I feel like she freaks out a bit because of that. Yeah, I feel like unfortunately, unfortunately, it wouldn't have mattered if he really liked her or if she was the nicest person in the world because she's connected to his father who he has major issues with. Yeah. Sure. Because essentially she's, she's replacing replacement. Yeah. yeah his mother's replacement. He's he's never going to look kindly at her. Or at least not easily. So yes. yeah. Um <laughs> then we get the um hand licking moment. To be, yeah. I, I did not expect it to happen like this, like no. for a show. <laughs> the what? sound effect when Ten puts his lips in Bram's hand, like some rubber toy making a jumpy sound. It was so funny. It was, well, it was just, completely just because... different than what we saw in yes. the pilot trailer. Because Yes, like, in the pilot it was like an intense, intimate moment. Yeah, and then they chose, went and completely... That he chose to do, you know, which, you know what, we may get later on. We may get him do something well, I like don't, that. I don't obviously. know. I think they just... They reframed the scene completely. It was like a little whoop. And her watching with her mouth open. It's like it ended up feeling like they kind of mocking us, the viewers, who would just let, watching, just won't yeah. let her, them be alone. Watching yeah, for the romance, yeah. Because she was like, I need to go and have a shower now. Suddenly I'm very hot. It's just too hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. They were totally poking fun at us. Um, but I loved yeah. as well that we had um, Prem checking as well with him that he, had, that he hadn't overstepped. Um, yeah, and made Ten feel uncomfortable. Like it was a very green flag of him. Like he was just, yeah, I, and, I really liked. And Ten that. saying, Ten saying, actually, I it no, it actually feels good. Yeah, that's quite a big statement uh, coming from a person who doesn't like physical contact. Yeah, well, he seems, as I said, like since the beginning, he seemed to be quite comfortable 
when he's not thinking about it anyway, he seems to be very, very comfortable with Prem. Yeah, because he likes him. Yeah. Oh, with the uh, picture, the selfie moment. Oh, yeah. It's another moment when they look at each other and almost kissing. And it's it's not as dramatic as it was done in Dangerous Romance. No. Like, it's not... There, there were... There was no slow motion even. No, it was just, it was just a little, a little pause, just enough. Because, to be yeah, because we're both aware. Yeah, yeah, to let us know that they're both aware of the feelings, and but it wasn't awkward. It's just no. that, like, it was the, not the moment, and they moved on. And yeah, well, it was uh, funny. It's they, funny that you say it wasn't awkward because it what the moment itself wasn't awkward, but they both did these sort of awkward little laughs themselves like when they kind of like went back to you know doing what they were doing so like the moment itself it's kind of like because awkward, we, they, were they were not ready like, yeah they were like what do we do we're not ready yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and then the fucking tango scene Ooh, i did not like i would not expect that to happen well it's so funny because everyone was convinced it was going to be like a slow slow dance thing uh-huh. and instead uh-huh. it was one of tens like imagination things because the, I love what he was doing I love they did the tango though because the um shrimp patties or whatever they were were like spicy <laughs> <laughs> like the, the whole thing was just hilarious but like also like really cute spicy is full of passion mm-hmm. and desire in that moment he almost ate the fork yeah I know, right. and then Sam is like Oh, more shop and ten interrupts him with a soft shop crop. Yeah, and like uh... yes, we and had then the he whole, got to himself with really tasty like conversation, which is very cute. And yep. I could not help but remember another conversation or another scene where they did that <laughs> when they kept talking about. Do you like it? Um, oh, oh, yes. Oh, and for fans of Gun, you know what I'm talking about the ten scene in Nomi. <laughs> Well, we had the lines in the mock trailer. We haven't. We did. Heard them we did in. have it in the mock trailer too. So, um, so maybe we'll still hear that. So who knows? I don't know. We'll, see. well I don't know though don't because know. the scene where in the mock trailer where or the pilot or whatever where they did um, the tasting of the sauce on the hand and then the do you mm-hmm. like it? Yes, I like it. That was all one scene. I don't think so. Don't you? Yeah, I thought it was. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Do you think that the tasting of the hand was some? Oh, okay, I need to rewatch that clearly. Okay, anyway, but it wasn't. I don't remember what clothes there were in, but it was a different scene. Like it was cut. We'll see. I guess yeah. we'll see. <laughs> so the dad, the dad, the overbearing dad. I feel like he gave up on his relationship with his son, and I. I hate the fact that he doesn't even try to talk to Ten about it. Like, like, because yeah. he's a fucking adult. Like, he doesn't even consider the idea that Ten does it um, on purpose, or he dismisses it as something that's too complicated. That as something that he just can't deal with. He goes to Prem instead. I and if like... he indeed, if he indeed uh, was scamming Ten, he sh- like sh- he should have talked with. 10 mm. about it and let him deal with it yeah this is how you, you just don't go behind his back but he clearly did want to go behind his back he d- does not want 10 to know about it i feel like i found my new adversary like i with last twilight everybody knows everyone who's listening knows i extremely disliked august and for um mm-hmm. I was going to call this not me. Um, and for Crush, it's Ten's father. Ten's father is my nemesis. I do not like him. 
I will not like him and I will accept no, um, what do you call it? Uh, no moments where they try and um, make me like him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just future we'll warning. I'm going mean, I'm going to bring my I don't like his dad. Look, I knew I You know, it. it's the only parent in this series like all the main characters like one of the only ones yeah. uh, except of uh, Fire's parents. And I feel like they will want to keep him around because Prem doesn't have parents. So he'll he he won't want tend to lose like he will encourage him to fix his relationship with his dad i feel like yeah i know but i'm just not gonna like him because and this is this is before even seeing anything that happened in this episode which kind of was like the nail in the coffin for me but just the 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 pilot uh the trailer for sorry for the show where we know we know the slap is coming so oh we had we also had the slap in dangerous romans they tend to move we did have the yeah i feel like that was a little bit different though i guess we'll, we'll get to see and i'm not like at all justifying the dangerous romance slap because i disagree with that one as well but that was like a yeah i don't know i'd be curious to see exactly what's said in that moment where um ten's dad slaps him but i honestly don't feel like there's any justification for it i don't think there was in dangerous I, I romance doubt- either I doubt that uh, they will just um, write him out of the story. And oh, I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to try and like give him a redemption arc. But I'm just going to be yeah. like, I- I'm just warning people now that when the redemption arc for Ten's father happens, I'm going to be going boo. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not here for it. <laughs> yeah, it'll have to be really impressive so, to make me change my mind. Like, is he suddenly a so, saint? Hmm. Dan's dad recognizes Prem and Prem feels uneasy about the money, about the fact that he took that much money and everything, which which makes him bring up his sister Titian fear, which feels like a justification and basically an Hang admission on, you're, of you're, ju- you're, you're like jumping ahead though, because we had Ten's father come home basically and bitch about the money that um, well, yeah. he's spent. And then she revealed the whole cooking thing and before any of that happened we had the cute little moments where um ten was messaging prem and even called him asking for the selfie no that happens later no that happens later because prem is upset at that point and it happens before then because he rings him back and he says how come you just dropped off out of nowhere so before before his father actually rings him and they actually are messaging each other. It happens before. He messages him again about it and then rings him and says, how come you just disappeared? And he says, I had something I had to do. That happens after. And then he tells him. Does anything it. significant happen? Like no, that's no, something just, that we can talk no, about? No, but I just like it, it, it. That happens first, right? So that happens first. Well, and re- yeah, re- I just skipped it because I thought it was not. No, no. Like, I just, there's nothing I want to talk about. That. No, I just want to say, because the music that I noticed happened here. Huh? So the music was when Ten's father goes to see Prem. Did you notice the music there? What was the music? It was just like super like creepy, suspenseful, like, you know, like if a shark had been floating around in the ocean kind of music. Like it was like, it was so like you, like you knew he had ill intentions. Like it was so, it was so interesting because I haven't noticed them using 
you know, as I said, you, you're noticing the music and I'm not, but I noticed this music because it was like, like it was like really kind of like suspenseful driven music. It was just a piece of like, um, what do you call it? Um, composed music. Like it wouldn't have been from a song or anything, mm-hmm. I don't think. But it was mm-hmm. just, it made you, like, it already made, like, I feel like it was already, like, into, like letting you know that he was there to be a dick. <laughs> it was his dick music. So I mean, interested yeah. to we hear it again. <laughs> I bet we will. Like The reason, the reason why, as I said to you, that I, I really am going to have a major issue when they try and, like, give him redemption, besides the whole like slapping 10 thing that happens later on is Mm -hmm. besides him telling prem to leave 10 alone and making him sound like a bad person basically um a pitiful person (laughs) um he also regates like relegates prem's whole entire passion and career choice to a hobby only Mm -hmm. he's like it's just a hobby and that's fine it's like, dude. Okay. Well, I think it was for for ten. Yeah, but I still like he's still dismissing he the whole conversation. He's dismissing, um, Prem. Like when Prem says, "I'll pay the money Actually, back." I thought, I thought he was he was quite objective. He was uh, realistic there, like from a realistic point of view. If you take the passion out of it, if you just look at the facts. I don't think so. But what I, I did, what I hated, what made him really me not like him was him saying, "Don't use your pitiful situation to get money from ten Because I thought that was cruel and rude. Well, don't I don't, use I don't think he was. I don't. I don't think any of what he was doing was. I, I think you and I are gonna have different opinions on this one. But um, I, I feel like he, the the whole thing, the, his whole behavior can be like tied down to this scene where he basically says. We don't need the money. Like, you don't need to pay it back. It's not. It's not about the money. He just doesn't want ten associating with someone like Prem, someone who's not like them. That's the bottom line right now. And someone who's going to. I feel like he can already, listening to the way she was talking about them, noticing probably he's probably noticed some changes in Prem, as well. Uh, sorry, not Prem. Uh, in ten as well. And so, besides not wanting him to associate with someone like he's remembering him, a boy from the restaurant like where he used to take them where they served him like he's he's very much like someone who is an us and them kind of person um he reminds me of uh set uh kang's dad yeah, here no, right yeah the, the definite, <laughs> there's definite like, us and them. yeah for sure and, yeah and mm-hmm. he is like so the way he is he i feel like he's very dismissive the whole time he's talking to him he's not even he does not even let like clearly obviously he might have like suspects that he's like ripping him off or whatever but like as you said he never talked to him well it does look like it doesn't it it does look like it but he never even bothered talking to his son about it like he has not even because they don't that's what i'm saying he should have have let him handle it as an adult like he he doesn't even want to consider that Chen is a like a smart person like he thought of it but he doesn't want to consider this idea because it makes it complicated because if Tan is aware of what's happening, this means that he'd have to talk to Tan and kind of have well, to I feel resolve like, something too. I feel like and he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, I don't really feel like he actually believes that he's ripping him off or that, like, I. this is why I have major issues with it as well, because I feel like 
Prem says to him, I'll find a way to pay back the money, you know, and he says, no, it's not about the money. We don't need the money sort of thing. And he goes, besides, if you pay back the money, then he's going to have questions. Like he doesn't like what uh, 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 he is concerned about it causing drama between them, essentially. Like he, he knows already that Prem is going to have an issue with it now. Prem, uh, no, sorry, Prem, sorry. Yeah. He knows that Tan is going to have an issue with it. Like, why would yeah. Tan give a shit? Like, he knows that there are. I feel like he knows that there are feelings, or there's this. Uh, there's more going on here than just cooking yeah. lessons. That is his issue. Yes, it's got nothing to do with the money. So I. That's why I don't like him. I'm just like. Ugh. But he does use. He does use some logical arguments here, which bring Bram down. And... Yeah, I feel. I feel like if uh. he was truly a concerned parent who actually went there, going oh my god you've done this or like and had done some actual investigation instead of just listening to his like ditzy girlfriend um or wife or whatever she is and like actually done some research for himself and had his son's best interests at heart you know and then was going to go home and have a conversation with him or whatever I can understand where he's coming from but that's not what he's doing like at all he uses things that he knows are going to hurt and you can see because Prem is clearly emotional while this is going on like He's not trying I don't to like I don't like you calling her Ditsy. I think she's very perceptive <laughs> and uh, I like her actually. Yeah, but I don't I might I'm regret not... regret saying it later, but I really like her. Yeah, I'm not like necessarily using it in a derogatory tone, but she's not the most reliable narrators for a situation that he wasn't he's not done any further research. She she literally has observed them and they were putting on a show for her, essentially. So like I she's not she I think she got exactly what they were doing she thought they were cute and she was like I, she doesn't seem like that person and whatever like you know it's just the dad the dad he wanted to see it that way because that uh it fits what he wants if yeah his exactly outcome. yeah yes, yes. And so like and because it's then God cried yes oh my god cried, yeah. and I cried I'm my poor baby I cried so much like he, the fact that he was like you know he even when he said like he said like he started talking about um scholarship and all that sort of stuff and it makes it sound like he's making excuses but like he was like this is this I'm gonna pay the money back like he is clearly mm-hmm. not someone and he was upset so he's clearly not someone who's scamming you know what I mean so it's mm-hmm. just yeah he didn't even the just I just found him extremely dismissive and extremely rude and cruel so I couple with that this, that with the slap we know is coming and he's like enemy number one for Zoe right now um so then they have a phone call and Tan asks for Prem's picture that he took just of himself and that is so cute and flirty and yeah. totally a step forward like advancing their relationship yeah because then say, I feel he says I think- to him again like because he that that actually does happen as I said before and he sort of says to him like because he's been waiting for it he's like you're gonna send it to me like you still haven't sent it to me yeah yeah and then he probably feels something is wrong I feel I friend. feel yeah I feel like he thought he was pulling more away. evasive yeah, yeah, evasive, and suddenly his feelings are overwhelming him, and he has to be there now. Yeah, and it's just... interesting because he says to him, "It's okay, I can take another one later." But then suddenly he can't and risk then... it. He can't risk waiting. The way he runs to Prince, please, so I think... cute. It's like I think like teenagers in love. I like I like literally that? have written down here who is the most adorable man in the world, and why is it ten? <laughs> Zoe, Zoe, Zoe! Look at this. 
Prem is retreating. He is yeah. taking a step back. This and Ten, the right Ten has to cross the whole bridge. Mm. Prem is getting out the bridge and you will see Ten just crossing the bridge completely, like the whole bridge to get to him. Like it takes extra step for both of them. Mm. And this is the thing, because if he hadn't done this, I feel like he maybe would have lost him or at least it would have taken them a lot longer to get to where they get at the end of this episode. Will we have a scene where Bram has to cross the whole bridge to get to Tan? I feel like it. I feel like he will run to him for some reason, yeah. I feel like that will make sense. Running running to him is one thing, but we we, no, we well, have to get to you know the bridge I being feel crossed. Like, I feel like if he's leaving from the restaurant to get to uh ten, then we'll see it because he has to run over the rest he has to run over the restaurant. He has to run over the bridge. And then we get the Romeo and Juliet reference. <sighs> but you have a parent who doesn't want your relationship and you know. You know, yeah, <laughs> it has to be a to a difference. Yeah, from different. But you know, the fact the fact that he ran there is such a sweet and genuine display of feelings and emo- of emotions that, and Prem Prem is disarmed and he cannot resist it. He like he even gets Prem to smile and like Prem asking, "Is that all? You cannot you cannot get over that moment without your heart jumping out of yeah. out of your chest like and you butterflies. You here just to take a picture of my smiling face. Yeah, like, butterflies wrecking havoc in your stomach and all your thoughts being an entangled mess wrapped around that person. I, I think that this is how Ten left Pram. He did such a good job in that moment. I oh, know he totally <laughs> did because when he arrived, he was getting ready to delete like all of their pictures and everything, and the fact that. Mm, we um sorry i just got distracted because i just got a notification from spotify that someone has left us a an interaction on one of our podcasts and i'm just oh, like Ooh, what's this exciting, <laughs> exciting. so okay. we'll have a, i'll have to try and find out what that is later but yeah um <laughs> the, the, the whole this whole bit was just so cute like he was and you could like i don't know i almost feel like as well it's almost like Ten just knew. Could you say like, that again? Knew. You feel like you almost I, feel I, like so I said it's, it's almost like you just felt like Ten knew that he needed him. Yes. Because like and just and, even and he, and he got Bram to um, to reconsider, to you know, mull it over, to think about it, to to talk to his friends about it, to ask for advice. Because mm. he's like, Well, this guy's worth it. And I, I need to actually you know, fight. I need to do something if I can't afford to do something. Mm-mm, I agree. And then, of course, we had Ten showing Frank's pic to his mom and asking her, like, um, you know, like, how cute is he? Cute mom. Yeah, oh my with God. all the, like, I little have... animations on it and everything. And then with him being all like, ah, and then the heart animation on him. And I was just like, yeah, he's just so in love. I love the way they're using the animations in this show. It's just super cute. Like, it really highlights how adorable stuff is. Um, yes. And so then... Oh. And then we get the dedicated, dedicated ten waking up. To yeah, so he woke up early. You notice no Metatron, no Metatron again. He's sleeping, yes. sleeping through the night without that, like crutch that he had yeah. essentially. 
and this this whole thing like him cooking something for him is so sweet and I and I just love how he's like oh it's so easy and then and then Prem being like oh well maybe you don't need lessons from me anymore and then he's like oh no well actually this is all the tragedies that happened while I I loved I love them showing us his tragedies um <laughs> of, yeah, yeah. like while he was trying to cook because he's so afraid of Prem leaving him like oh my goodness and when he says, and when he says, we can go to my pl- place, I cringed. <clears throat> yeah, I know. <laughs> because, uh, I know. Poor, poor, um, poor, poor Prem is just like hell. No. <laughs> What's with the the girl? I don't know his name. Her name, the fan, the dad's fan, will help uh, them help fix their relationship. What yeah, she I will don't know. Yeah, I her. probably should pay attention to her. No, I don't. Has she actually given? Have we been given her name? Maybe, maybe she introduced herself in that episode with the where they were doing the steamed eggs, but I I don't remember. Because I feel like the dad will listen to her. Not maybe. ten as much, but ten must warm up to her as well because she's just nice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, maybe she'll end up being the parent that he has, and the father will be the <laughs> the waste of space that he is. Maybe if she likes, if she thinks they're cute, she 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 will help him with Bram somehow. Yeah, she he will appreciate that if she helps him get Bram to be happier or something like. I don't know, mm. give an advice or who knows. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and Prem, yeah, I just said Prem talking it out with his friends. I really, really liked. And <laughs> once again, we've got like these insightful comments from Dynamite and even like insightful, insightful comments about himself. Like he's like, keep it up to Sam C when he's insulting him. He's like, I'm thick skinned. Um, and Prem, Prem inadvertently admitting that he likes 10 <laughs> and then being like, you admitted it. <laughs> and then we get the chef appearing, Chang Ma. He's yeah. very cute so far, and I love the fact that they're not not making him a villain. He's if yeah. it really is like a K drama, yeah, then they're going to make us fall in love with him. Yeah, and he seems kind and attentive. He, he remembers Prem's name. He yeah. I think he even has a little crush on him already. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I and... think he likes Prem. He's he's definitely happy to see him. And it's so funny, like the bullies like pulling the seats in front of them because they wanted to be in the front row because yeah. they they had like the inside track that this this chef was going to be there and they wanted to yeah. be like in his like you know direct line of sight. And it still didn't matter because the only person that the chef was seeing was from. Um, but and wanna... you know, I'm, I'm even giving, getting excited about this love triangle about this development. I know you don't like it. Well, I'm but you know, okay because I don't I don't foresee a love triangle. I see like. Um, a love like a line basically with like Prem in the middle but, but you know it's, it's like never one-sided. like in K-dramas it's never actually a love triangle you always know that the main character prefers the other main character but the other one the third one is still there and it's breaking yeah. your heart because I but you know like... it's the easy choice for Prem right now he's the easy choice he's the choice that makes sense like the simpler one that the one that is not complicated so yeah but I, um... I feel like the, the interesting thing I thought about this scene was everyone else seems really excited about the fact that this chef mm-hmm. is here more so than Prem like Prem seems to be the least excited person like he's 
he's surprised and pleased, but he's not like mm-hmm. overly excited about it or anything. Like everyone's all like, woo, even his friends and stuff. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's because he's got this other stuff going on. Like he's distracted. Um, and like, I think the friends, his friends were, were actually quite chill also, yeah, even though the they friends, were, they, they, were they, they were very chill. They were fanboying like about the two of them working together because that's what yeah that's what ten overhears and everything. But it's like I feel like if this drama and stuff hadn't happened with um ten's father and like his this this decision that he's having like he's having these all of this is going on with the chef and everything and him doing having this lesson and everything. And while this is all happening, he's ha- coming to this realization that, you know, yes, he wants to do something about his feelings, that he has these feelings for Ten. And then, of course, he sees Ten, um, you know, see them through the window. And, like, so he's distracted by his you know, feelings for Ten, like, essentially. Like, I feel like if all of that wasn't happening, we would have had more fanboying from him in this in this section. I really like the way they decorate the f- food here. It is visually stunning, just as they say. Especially the food that um, the chef helps Bram uh, decorate. That that dish was just amazing. Like mm. looked so good. And um, I like when they asked about the cooking principles, I, like cook with love was the first was the first thing that popped into my head. And you know, and I don't even like cooking. This is the difference between the bully and Bram. Cooking is art, Bram. And yeah. it's just a task for the bully. It's art when you put your soul into something in order to create a thing that's going to evoke emotion. Yeah, you're giving people. something it's of yourself. Life. Yes. Mm. So then when he gives the answer that the guy likes, um, I already forgot his name. <laughs> so he touches, he even touches his shoulder in encouragement. Mm. So like, oh, yeah, I love how the bullies are all like, what the fuck? everyone everyone is what the fuck yeah, how do they know everyone his, how does he know his name how does he remember his name and everything um but yeah 10 10 then it's, it's so cool how like it makes the fact that he remembered prem's name made me like him Mm-mm. more i really like him so, <laughs> it's funny because i'm totally one of those people that forgets names as just as oh, soon yeah. as they hear I, them. i'm guilty as charged <laughs> But um, yeah. I mean, I I as I said, we the whole bit with the store with Tim being jealous and leaving. But Lovepay doesn't like go go. Like he's just left, but he's not. Like he's still waiting. Like he still wants to spend time with him. Um, well, he doesn't like this development, but um, he's being um consider consider of like what Prem is doing. I I he's love, trying to be objective. Yeah. Yeah, I love the way he kind of gives him a way out almost, like because they keep having these like sub conversations where they, it's almost like they're telling each other how they really feel without telling each other how they really feel. Like we had the whole you know like show bit, like and then he's like, oh yeah, I really like the dish, like because after he said I like, you know, he, he's like leading that way, and then then and then mm-hmm. in this scene he says Ten says to him, basically like. I understand, like, you're really interested in your studies, like, the way he words yeah. it. Like, so mm-hmm. he's like, this is your, like, this this might be your priority because it's, like, in your interest. Um, yeah, but, you know, it actually hurts when he sees Prem with the guy. The way he was just flying towards him with, with his heart oh, open. He was he so excited. So much, yeah, and then, I, I made notes about this. He yeah. has so much energy now. Like, 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 literally, it's like he has come alive. Like, Prem has made him alive 
and happy yes. to be alive. And I mean, also and then, this excess energy is probably because he's eating properly for the first time in ages. But like, yeah, <laughs> as you said, it's it you know, sad. And this guy is like a fucking menace to him and he can sense it probably, but he cannot, like, we see it, we know it, we know it's justified. Mm. And, you know, after this happens, after that vulnerable moment of him, you know, making the extra step, running towards him to get a picture. So Mm. um, I think when Prem notices him, because Prem notices 10 in through the door window, right? Mm. I I think maybe he has something in his head, um, like, maybe this is for the better. You know, well, maybe something crosses his mind, and maybe, like, maybe but because this is he, but, he, but because as soon as the class is finished, he runs straight to him. So I don't know that that's necessarily the case. I but, feel but like he did. He remembers because uh, we get a flashback with him remembering uh, Ten's father's words. Hmm. So I think he he is considering maybe what if this this is for the better because I think he is aware of what Ten just saw and he knows that Ten was jealous hmm. in that restaurant. So. That's right. I feel like probably for the rest of the class, he was weighing his options, let's say. And I feel like it's interesting because Prem is super professional in actual fact. That's why he he's not the kind of character who would have just run out and run off after 10. Like, I feel like he is he's going to stay until the end of class, which is what he did. Whereas, like, Dynamite or someone, Dynamite probably would have, like, taken off after fire, I feel like. If that had been fire and he'd misunderstood something. I feel like Dynamite would have been like, peace out, bitches, I'll be back later, and just taken off. Yeah. Um, but but that's not Prem's so, character. Uh, well, we also get we get the call, the phone call that Ten <laughs> gets, uh, taking fire to broaden his horizons. Yeah. <laughs> and and Ten, Ten asking if it's expensive, and we get the sound effect of like money being whatever. So was he... I guess what we're meant to understand here is that he was actively trying to spend his father's money, money, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like often probably he bankrolls things just because he's like likes to piss off his dad. I love the fact that Bram decides to listen to his friends and um give the relationship a try. It's it's not cliche. Yeah. So we we have to assume, like I'm assuming because this is this is basically all we get here is this scene of them like from a distance, obviously Prem has just made this decision to go for it. And we have mm-hmm. to assume that they're going to go on a date or something. But we don't hear that conversation. Mm-hmm. We don't know who asks who. We don't know like what Prem's response was to basically Ten kind of giving him an out. Um mm-hmm. and, and you know, and backing away from their relationship and everything. And not not just their relationship, but also their cooking relationship, because this whole thing supposedly after the class was meant to be about having another cooking lesson. So he's sort of saying, you know, like you might be too busy because of your, you know, your studies or whatever. Like it's he's giving him an out sort of. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that we don't actually even get to see that conversation. What we get is seven hours later, and I was just like, wait, what? Um, mm-hmm. and then we get the scene of like Metha and Fire trolling for hookers, <laughs> which I was totally fire not sexual crisis. Yeah, and then I, we get the political statement this show has regarding sex, sex workers. Yeah, the public and service the line, announcement. The line <laughs> Thailand should change in our time. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. yeah, it was a bit in your face, but I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Go Thailand. I, I, I love the fact that they started doing this stuff um, in BLs. 
I don't know about our shows because now even from other companies, there's always something, some statement made yeah. direct, maybe pretty direct. This is a direct statement. That was not subtle. No. And it was, it was in correlation to like sex workers and stuff, but I feel like it was, it was meant for like the greater of everything, like that, that a yeah. lot needs to change in, in the Talent youth, in the youth time. time. Yeah. Yeah. So I did really like that. But I I also like the fact that Mertha basically has been noticing that Fire might like Dynamite. Like he's not as chill as he thinks he is. He's not as he's not as um uh stealthy as he thinks he is. And I I still I still stand by that's why I reckon Jane kind of basically I'm gonna say essentially broke up with him, which doesn't really work because they weren't date dating. But um mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's why she, I feel like she noticed it as well. I'm I'm wondering if we're gonna get a conversation down the track where they'll be friends or something, and she'll say, like she knew or I don't know. I'll be I'll be curious to see. Well, that. and then they noticed dynamite, and um, it's like seven hours later, and then there's a seven minutes later. Yeah. And I wonder, is there is there meaning, like the significance to the number seven or was it just there just because? Well, it's, it's interesting because we had this scene where basically like I, lo- I love how they're they're driving along and they're showing the different hookers, like the different male hookers um, or mm-hmm. I don't know, sex workers. I don't know what they, I don't know whether sex worker is a better, better term, whatever. Um, and Fire's like, nope 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 and then he sees dynamite you know he wants to say yes but he's just like wait what because you know it's like i felt like it was he was having that moment that prem had where he kept seeing 10 everywhere (laughs) and he was just (laughs) like is he really there like is he really here and then the other one's like wait what and then he he, he, they pull over and start talking to them you see (laughs) you see this intense like staring competition that dynamite is having with fire in that moment when he realizes like what he's there for and it's so funny because you can sort of see Fire having this like mini mini breakdown, and then uh-huh. and then it's seven minutes later and he's in the car and it's like how what happened in that seven minutes? And I do hope we get to see it because I feel like we're gonna get to see bits and pieces of this next. I keep I'm gonna say next week, but we all know it's not next week. Next episode, we well, there are some scenes in the trailer of Dynamite and Fire in the outfits that they're wearing, but the the stuff in the car like when it's seven minutes later like i love the way dynamite can see that fire likes him but he's giving him the time to like deal with like, this stuff. i like i just love i'm in love with the, how, the way he calls him hot fire fire yeah i don't know it's so cute you grew on me it's so cute i don't know dynamite and fire fire and i just think re- i just think this scene was actually like so fucking cute and i feel like neo in this cuz i don't normally see neo like i normally neo is like crazy and funny and whatever but neo in this scene was so fucking cute he was so stinking cute and like also so damn pretty oh my god we kept getting his side profile and i kept rewinding it cuz i was just like wow he's pretty like oh my goodness excuse me while i like talk about how pretty he is for a second but he is pretty and also so cute in this scene like so stinking cute i think dynamite is really cute he is too but i feel like that's I, I like his attitude yeah i feel like that's a given though like i feel like it's it's a a, I'm, used to, I'm used to seeing neo as like the crazy like like funny guy who's you know saying inappropriate things and who's loud and kind of obnoxious and stuff i did not expect oh to see him be so cute and also oh my god so pretty <laughs> so pretty. I was just like, wow. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. 
Christmas Eve? Yeah, Christmas Eve I was watching this and I was like, wow, he's almost as cute as, he's almost as pretty as the lights on the tree. Like, oh my God, he was so pretty. Pretty, pretty, pretty. And then mm-hmm. we got the like 24-hour timestamp thing. I, I mean, I wonder, is that 24 hours after after Dynamite meets Fire or 24 hours after we last saw them? 24 I hours after Because it was like 7 hours and 7 minutes and 24 hours. So it's like, yeah. is it the next day? <laughs> was it the next evening? Yeah, I'm really not sure. So we're obviously going to get to see more of what happens because in the trailer, they're in those outfits quite a bit. And then, and it's interesting too, because the trailer jumps all over the place. Like it's very misleading, the trailer, (laughs) because in the beginning of it, I think they're wearing the pink and blue outfits, which we know from the actual show trailers where we have the cute bit where like Prem is trying to like, I guess, apologize to Ten, um, which I feel like is going to be next episode. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I actually don't remember the preview because I burned myself with the preview with it in for the these episodes. Oh, yep, because you know the, the the second time I watched the kiss, I thought it was extremely cute, but the first time I was confused and incredulous, incredulous because yeah. I couldn't believe they they did it. I couldn't believe they did it the I, way they did. I remember, it. remember your rant slash like whatever. <laughs> yeah, so because I me. think the episode preview messed it up for me. That's not a, a thing. It happened mm. because. I think, um, like, they made us wait for the lead-up to the kiss. Like, they were, like, for one week, right? Mm -hmm. They gave us the kiss in the preview, basically being like, oh, you want to know how we got here? Wait till next week. And then they went and did the exact same thing again at the end of this episode. (laughs) Like, they should have kept it out of the trailer. I I have been praising trailers since uh, Dangerous Romance because I feel like they became so good, giving us just enough information to uh, keep us uh, interested but not revealing how the episode ends but this decision was a bad one Mm. to do it this way they did the same thing twice yeah wait i must admit i I don't get why i must admit i don't know why they showed us the kiss last trailer like for the, the the trailer for episode five where it had the kiss they really didn't need to show us that i agree with you i would be i would have been okay if they showed it but at least, like, we, if we got, uh, you know, the lead up to the kiss, if we got the whole story, that would have been okay. So they showed us the end of the episode, but it's fine. It's satisfying. We know how it happened, when it happened. But they did, like, it's like two trailers about the same thing, mm. basically. It feels like another preview, Mm-mm. you know? It's like another preview. Yeah. So, well, I feel yeah. Well, like, I feel like if they had not shown us the kiss, it would have been better. Because yeah. you it would have been a surprise and then the fact that they we don't know how they got there would have been the like we still would have had the oh my god moment but we wouldn't mm-hmm. have and we would have had to have waited but we wouldn't have had it in the same sort of way I mean it's interesting because yep. we sort of touched on it at the beginning of this podcast about how mm-hmm. you said we didn't have like the tragic ending or whatever but I don't. We don't actually know whether it's a tragic ending or not. Because, oh yeah, uh-huh. because we don't know what happened on their date. We don't know if before they did that they actually said, "Well, uh, goodbye forever," and yeah. then they just because couldn't. Before uh-huh. they kiss, what we do know is that before they kiss, they're very somber and and uh, ten is very serious, and they're not yeah. they're not happy and giddy like two people who just had a date. Yeah. 
So something happened towards the end of their date. It's almost like, because in the, because, okay, you didn't watch the trailer. I did watch the trailer. In the trailer, there's mm-hmm. a scene where they're under the bridge or near the bridge or whatever. And um, I think Ten says something about like, and once again, we don't know that he's actually saying this here because they're great ones for like saying things over other scenes uh, in trailers. But it's just saying like about people like um, getting carried away or something. And he puts yeah, yeah. his hand over Prem's, like whether it's on the bridge. And so yeah. they're kind of almost holding hands. Then they're having the mm-hmm. meal and you they're having this voiceover of um, Peng basically saying to Prem, do you know how you feel about him now? Like, do you understand how you, what feelings you have for him and all this sort of stuff? So we're getting to see little bits and pieces of their date, but we're also getting this, like, are you sure this is what you really feel? And then Ten saying, like, maybe you get carried away. And so, like, I wonder if, like, through the date, like, Prem starts to, you know, like, question himself based on, you know, like, what, Ten's father said or I don't know something I feel like something's going to happen here and obviously it's not I don't feel like it's Ten who's going to be pulling away so it's probably going to be Prem because considering Mm -hmm. Ten is the one that initiates the kiss at the end and he's also the one who doesn't look really very happy like he looks like he's not the one who initiates the kiss they both initiate no no but he's the one who stops him and pulls him back Oh, he initiates mm-hmm. it in that way. Oh, they both totally go for the kiss, like for sure. It's totally mm-hmm. mutual. Um, it's like unrestrained, like feelings just exploded in front of us. But the actual like yeah. stopping him like from they walking cannot, away, cannot hold back anymore. Yeah, cannot hold back. That's right. But something. the the stopping him and turning him around thing that is um Tan who does that. So um yeah, it's 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 interesting because we don't know what happens leading up to that. So that kiss may have been not tragic but like leading up to it may have been we say we may actually have had a tra- tragic moment and just not realized it yeah until next week and then obviously it's going to get fixed because they kiss <laughs> um and then there's issues with um as i said we get to see prem and ten in the pink and blue shirts and ten comes in the trailer ten comes up to Prem and Prem is with the chef in those outfits like he's in those outfits it looked like in the trailer trailer like the trailer for the show trailer it kind of looked like Prem was drunk <laughs> mm-hmm. you know that oh we're gonna get that obs- scene that scene that everyone's oh, obsessed about oh. they're the clothes that they're in for next week but it's funny because they showed those scenes at the beginning of the trailer and then the scenes where they're in the out date outfits at the end of the trailer which is so it's like the trailer is a lie. Do not trust the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we should have known this because um, Pinula like, worked with Pinucci and Pinucci is the queen of lying with trailers. I don't know if they, they're, the writers are the ones who decide what to do in the trailers. Maybe there are people who are like assigned for this. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be curious to find out. Maybe someone who knows more mm-hmm. can, can educate us. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's definitely interesting. But the, um, well, I know for not me they were cutting them because I remember reading an interview or seeing an interview or something where Pinu, she was talking about them, what they decided they were going to oh, do. really? Yeah, because she was laughing about the trailer for, it was episode nine or something. I don't know, one of the trailers where, like, she completely, like, tricked us. And I was like, wait, what? And, yeah, it was, there was a, co- oh, there was actually, a conversation I- about it. I'm glad I did not um, notice it because I don't like being tricked. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, I mean, it depends. It depends on how you do it, and it depends well, it was what done really, really well. At the time, that. I was kind of miffed, but like, I had to even, even I had to admit that they did a good job. Like, it was funny because a lot yeah. of people didn't notice it, but the ones who did notice it were like super pissed. And then afterwards, we were like, <laughs> "Well played." <laughs> so, but I can't, I can't remember exactly. I think I feel like it was episode nine, maybe. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, so the. The trailer for this one is definitely interesting because the uh, the the stuff that happens in the later in the episode I think was shown at the beginning of the trailer and the stuff that happens at the beginning of the episode I think was shown at the end of the trailer so that's a bit weird but it definitely looks like there's some cute moments with dynamite and uh, fire as well in the outfits that they're wearing in the car so they must and it looks like they're getting food together or something so it looks like they must like somehow you know end up together I want to know I have two questions two questions burning in my mind from their part of the episode I want to know what Samsi and Dynamite were doing strolling along that part of the thing especially because Samsi's like we're here to purchase um, and I'm assuming they're not <laughs> purchasing like street walkers so I want to know what they were actually there for I'm super curious and I also want to know like how come Dynamite ends up in the car alone with fire like where have the other two gone to like what, what have they just like disappeared to um because they're like mortal enemies you think we're gonna get uh, seven minutes in the next episode what happened Maybe. but i feel like Maybe. nothing very very important of it nothing major no Other i don't, than, think, I don't um, think it did but i'm just curious as to how they ended up on their own because the other two essentially well samsi doesn't like uh metha and metha is like i feel like he's living to like tease samsi so like i don't know what that's about but I'm curious to know how the, the two of them ended off somewhere and um, Firefly and Dynamite are together alone. Whether or not whether or not um, Metha kind of like gave Samsi a hard time to sort of like give them alone time, I don't know. I think that's what happened. Mm. He's clearly aware of um, the thing that's going on between Fire and Dynamite. So I loved the way he spoke about it with, with Fire too, where he's just like, it happens, you know. Like, people go through these things where they have to work out what, what they like, who they like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's, like, easy. Some people never even think about it. And clearly, you're struggling. So, like, have a hooker. He's, like, basically <laughs> being, he's being, like, a parent. It's something that he did not receive this kind of um, guidance from his mother yeah. or his father. Like his father yeah. is absent, like, and his I- mother just yeah and... i love the way he's just like it doesn't really matter just just like it's not important you know uh, you know either is fine just have a look and see what like takes your fancy <laughs> like it's just like it'll help you work out what you want it's just yeah it was very cute it was cute in a weird kind of way <laughs> uh, I, really I just think... realized i said that a parent does something like this and then i'm like oh wait they're picking up um uh, sex workers <laughs> Look, it happens. It happens. <laughs> you know, I mean, you hear stories about boys and their fathers and rites of passage. It happens. Oh, no, God. But yeah, it's kind of inappropriate. But, um, but I like the fact that it wasn't a big deal. And it was just like, you know... Yeah. Let's help you work out no what need makes to, you feel no safe need to and freak out. No need for it to be like a tragedy or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, just work yeah. out what you like mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I really, I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and then of course let's go back to the kiss because I feel like even though it happened, I feel like it's really important and I feel like we need to talk about it. So, okay. 
You said the, the first kiss. time you watched it, you were like distracted by the fact that it. I was. Like, I was distracted. Okay. I was totally distracted. But it's so cute. It is. It is so innocent and so sweet. And I'm just like, the way they both moved in for it, Prem on his tippy toes, his hands clutching his own clothes. Like, I love this. And I had no idea how much I needed it. But fuck, I really needed it. Like, oh my goodness. (laughs) And it's like, I feel like we don't know what happened. Like, as I said, for all we know, the date could have gone terribly wrong. And it does seem very weird at the end there, the way they're going, you know. And they're being very serious and everything. But I just love the way they both moved into the kiss. And I love the way Prem clearly wanted to touch Ten. Like, the kiss was too good. Like, he wanted to, he had to clutch his own clothes. And it's like, he really wanted to touch him, but he's still very aware of the possible boundaries between them. And it's so funny. Yeah, it's very intense Like, you don't know how much, like, how far you can go, how yeah, how much is okay, how what. Because once again, we're shooting person... now. That it's the first yes. kiss. Yeah. And so it's such a sweet kind of kiss. And yeah, obviously, um, I feel like the fact that he had this reaction though is it's not as innocent as it's as the kiss itself is portraying. Like he's obviously having like major feelings going on here. And mm-hmm. I just I really, really liked it and I wanted to bring up the song lyrics so because at the end here they played that um baby crush song that we were talking yeah. about earlier <clears throat> and I feel like uh GMM shows are doing a really good job of using their show uh, using their <laughs> OSTs um in the shows <laughs> themselves and so like it was used so like the OSTs were used so well for example in Dangerous Romance and but like this like the song lyrics like is it all because you love me? Is it all because your heart's the key that changes everything and makes it new, that makes dreams come true? Is it because you love me? Is it because your sweetness set me free and that makes me, and makes someone small do something great? And I was just like, okay. So oh, the, the line it's where them. Yeah, I know, right? And so the line where it says, is it because you love me? I love how that bit is on the screen when he's doing the hand clutching thing because I feel like it's really important that he's showing this respect and this restraint here because he cares so much, right? And I feel like people don't understand. Like I, I saw a lot of people going, I think uh, with with Offgun in particular, after like Not Me, they were expecting like way more from like a kiss. And I feel like mm-hmm. we'll get there eventually maybe with this show, but for all intents and purposes, this is a sweet first kiss between two really sweet kind of guys um and like this is actually to me I feel really important because this restraint that he he does this where he's like clutching himself instead of like grabbing a hold of um tan is because he cares so much like people who don't care will walk through other people's boundaries especially if they want something right so I love this I feel like it's I feel like that line fits so well with like how he feels in that moment and the whole line about your sweetness set me free make someone small do something great I feel like that works for both of them as well like even though obviously the small thing fits Prem better it still fits Ten really well too because he feels small like his father has made him feel small and so like I just yeah I really thought they used the lyrics really really well in this scene and I just I loved how simple the kiss was but obviously it's it's 
it might have been a sweet, innocent kiss for us, but I feel like for them, like, the ground moved. And look how attentive they are with each other, like, running, running from one, one house to another just to get a picture. Yes. It's like, they're so innocent, like, um, about the way they do things. They're like, they're like children. I don't know. It's so... Yeah. So I feel like this, like, this for feels first... like it feels so new for them. Like yes. it's just every little thing that they do like holds so much meaning and yeah, yeah, it and makes sense for their characters for their first kiss or to be innocent I think and this, sweet like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, and and as I said, clearly it's not just an innocent sweet kiss though, because there's obviously an intensity there that they're feeling themselves, and so it's. Yeah, I just loved everything about it. I thought they did a really good job of doing it this way. We know they can do other stuff. We know it can be, you know, more hardcore, more whatever. But, like, for these characters, it's absolutely fucking perfect. Like, they read this and they played it perfectly. I agree. Mm. So, and (laughs) it's interesting because I saw, like, like, some discourse about people talking, like, what was the problem uh, like like how, how there were problems with it people didn't like it why it was really sudden and all this sort of stuff and then it's so funny because most people um, are saying that like well wait hang on a second we don't know what happened before this like we don't know what led to this kiss we don't know what's going to happen after this kiss like it's too soon to make uh, an opinion on it but uh, there was but what's going to happen is that Maybe maybe Tan tried to kiss Bram, but something did not go right. Maybe he actually kissed him. Maybe Tan led a kiss and they had a kiss. Or maybe, and this is Bram's kiss, like Bram initiating the kiss. But yeah. it does, the way he cl- clutches himself, it, it does look like a first thing, like a... Uh first time things so it I does it does it's really it's it, it's funny because i know we had we kind of had a brief conversation i think about you know first loves first time first whatever with these characters and i think you mm-hmm. said to me oh i'm pretty sure maybe he's dated before or liked people before and we kind of were like went back and forth about it and then i was like oh yeah. who knows who cares kind of thing doesn't really yeah. matter uh-huh. but i do kind of feel like it's very it seemed they both seem very innocent which i also find i also think fits their characters because they've both been really quite dedicated to what they're doing like they have this like until they met each other they both very much had this kind of tunnel vision about like uh-huh. what they how they should be spending their time and what they should be doing the fact that Man. the fact that prem spends like his saturday nights or friday nights or something hanging out with his besties, watching, like, 219 episodes of some cooking show, lends me to think that he might be a big bachelor. <laughs> well, he got the jacket to lose his uh, V-card, so yeah. he is a... <laughs> yeah, and that's, that also is an indicative that, yeah, it might... <laughs> his friends... Know. Yeah. Dynamite clearly knows something the rest of us don't. But, yeah, it's very innocent, it's very cute, and it fits their, their characters. Like, so people being... Like, well, someone I said think... something about the dead fish kiss. This wasn't it just because they didn't like start licking inside of each other's mouths doesn't make it a dead fish kiss. I loved all of the little intri- intricacies of it. As I said, the way um, like Pram is on his little tiptoes and just like everything about this was so fucking, it was so stinking cute. And the way they both went for it, like they both were like, okay, yes, we can. <laughs> I think maybe as, what's, as soon as Ted think- spun him around. 
I think if maybe a thing that kind of threw people off um, because um, of this kiss is the fact that it is a very long cut. Mm. Maybe it was if it was shorter, uh, people would have like would have less issues with it. Yeah, I like that it went on for ages though. Like I feel like it was. I don't know. I feel yeah. I don't know. It it's there was a lot of like pent up. Um, longing between the two of them. It makes sense for it. To yeah, but you know the, the problem. Like there, there is a big, the, there is a bit of an issue here because we don't know what led to this kiss. We don't yeah. have all the information, and we were teased in the previous episode with this kiss, and we're getting mm-hmm. teased again. So, yeah, you, you kind of like. Mm, I'm not surprised that some people got. And started, started, mm. yeah, started like picking on everything, like yeah, I guess expected. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting though. I think it's, I think you you called into question the exact thing where it's one of those things that like we can talk about it, but I feel like firm opinions and firm theories can't really be put, can't really be based upon it until after we find out like what happens next episode and the same thing kind of happened in dangerous romance like everybody jumped on that first initial proper kiss between Mm -hmm. um kang and salom in the bathroom toilet whatever i think it was clearer it was clearer in dangerous romance it was was, but still people were like oh it's this kind of kiss well like it's like the high school teenage boys and it's a first kiss like give them a second to like work out what's going on and also there was like major hesitation on one party there because they were hurt. So it was like I feel like not sure people... about the feeling. Yeah, I feel like people are putting way too much expectations on like firsts. Like I'd love to know the story of these particular people who have these major issues. Like, what was their first kiss like? Was like, did they audition for porn? Was that their first kiss? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know anyone. And also. And also... Like, if you <clears throat> like a person, if you really like a person and that, you know, if you like them, if you're really into them, like, it's all delicate. Yeah. It's everything that happens between you is very, like, it's very important that you're attentive yeah. to every little thing. So, that's right. The first time is if like, you start just making out, like, yeah. with tongs and everything. Yeah. I feel like the first time, if you way. really like someone, they have the pa- they have this like power to make you shy as well so okay it depends it depends on a lot of factors so mm. we're going to see we're going to get hopefully we're going to get more information and add another kiss at the end of the episode and, oh, <laughs> i feel like what's going to happen this? is we're going to get a beginning of an episode that's a little bit like the beginning of the episode that we had here cuz we had you know, the way that last week's episode ended where we had, you know, Prem basically being like, grandma's waiting for us, let's go home. And then when this episode started, we got that line again, but that's clearly not what <laughs> what then happened. So I feel like we're potentially, it's going to be like that, but instead of from the epi- end of the episode, it's going to be like in that middle bit where they're like standing, facing each other outside the classroom. Hopefully, yeah. that's this what stuff I'm is fun. For. This stuff is fun. I just wish they didn't show the kiss in the preview because mm. they kind of ruined it with 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 the kiss in the preview. Yeah, but, like I was watching the episode when I was watching it the first time. Oh, but more and more, um, more and more, 
anxious because I was like, I know there's a case happening and I don't understand how they're going to like get, you know, explain everything so that the case is satisfying and so that I understand everything that just is going through their heads and like, and then they didn't because it's not there. (laughs) Information is not there. Like a lot of people were expecting more than one kiss. Like they were expecting this to be like the second kiss. And so people were kind of fixated on waiting for that to happen as well. And when it didn't, it got confusing. Well, I thought that might be like a second kiss, but this is not what, mm, yeah, I, I did not care about this. I just, oh, okay, we, it's, it's all right. It's okay. Just don't watch previews. Do you, do you know what's really funny? I feel like if they show another, in a future episode, if there's another trailer with a kiss, you're going to get triggered so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like maybe I should watch the trailers from now on and you should just not watch them and I'll be like, okay, it's safe to watch. No, don't watch. (laughs) But yeah, I could just, I could just, I could just see it now. Like so much triggering. (laughs) And you won't be the only person I feel like. I feel like multiple people will get triggered by it. Meanwhile, I'll just be like, yay, another kiss. (laughs) But yeah, because I just, it was so cute. It was so stinking cute. And I'm like, and I am I the only one who wants a kiss? I really want a kiss from Neo and and Fire too, but I'm not sure. We're not Neo, <laughs> Dynamite and Fire, but I'm not sure if we're gonna get one because isn't Dynamite? Isn't um, I never is what's his what's the actor's name? He's quite young, I think, isn't he? I don't remember. No, I'm terrible. I he's young. I know it's like he's young. Yeah, I know it's like a kind of unusual name. I don't. I don't really want to say it wrong. Is more so than I can't actually remember what it is. Um, it's like mm-hmm. a bungo. No, that's like so wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like he's young, so maybe they won't go there with them. But I just think that they. I. I just. I think, given like how cute and how like bumbling Neo has been, it would just be like the cutest thing ever. It'd be another really cute first kiss, basically. But anyway. I'm super but curious. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry? But anyway. Yeah, but anyway, I'm super curious to see where they're gonna go with this. And I'm like, as I said, I I feel like if not next episode, I keep wanting to say next week, and then I'm like get sad because it's not for two weeks. <laughs> um but <laughs> next episode, I feel like if not next episode, then it'll definitely happen the following episode. We're gonna get that scene where Prem is basically like trying to play Clay placate 10 because he's jealous um in the in the pink and blue outfits because <clears throat> it looks like they say something like someone says one of his i think his friends say either his sister or his friends say something to him like of course he's jealous and upset you took someone else's recipe and taught him that or something like that this is exactly this is exactly what you uh just you thought would happen i was like no oh no <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I don't remember half of the theories I come up with. I'm glad you do, but, <laughs> but yeah. So it's, it looks like that that's what's going to be what triggers. Um, and then of course it seems like um, uh, Ten sees the two of them together, and as I said, uh, Prem is wearing his pink shirt and Tan is wearing his blue shirt. So from that scene that we all like obsessed, the like scene that was like just slid into the trailer for like two seconds and everyone obsessively slowed down and it was all over, <laughs> it was all over the Twitter and Tumblr timelines because everyone was just like losing their mind. I feel like that's either mm-hmm. going to be next week or <laughs> next episode 
all the following episodes, <laughs> beginning of the following episode, because it they're definitely wearing those outfits. So I'm just like, oh, I'm here for that. I it, that scene looks so soft and so cute, cute, and I just really, I really want to see it. Me too. <laughs> I want to see it in its entirety, not in the like two second slot that they slid into the trailer. Yes, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know how a ten reacts to that. Yes. And, like, how hard does Prem have to work to, like, make it up to him? (laughs) I feel like not much because I feel like Ten thinks that Prem is, like, adorable. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you know the scene from um, Strong Girl Bungsun where the the main character is, like, wants to talk to Bungsun about um, her hugging the cop. Yeah, he tries to talk to her about it because he's like, oh, yeah, gonna, I gotta be strong. I gotta, you know, talk right now because if I don't talk now, then I'll always be the one who loses in arguments or something. Blah, blah, blah. And she's just being cute with him and he starts melting and he's like, oh, I hug my colleagues anyway. So I feel like Tan will melt. <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing is, is I feel like whatever led up to the kiss like whatever if anything bad happened in the um on the date or anything like that I feel like we can be relieved and feel comforted in the fact that this kiss fixed it or at least like propelled them to where they where they needed to go because what they did include in the trailer is a scene which reminds me once again uh, of a strong girl monsoon where he's like dying inside and he's doing that thing where he's rolling on the bed kicking his feet you know the thing that I say yes, I feel yes. like I want to do every time I watch this this show um, we get that scene from like Ten and Prem like Prem clutching his like stuffy on his bed like rocking back and forth the huge smile on his face and Ten like throwing himself on like the couch like just like kicking his feet and like dying like they are both so in love and so just like oh we just kissed <laughs> like they're really happy so and they're wearing their date outfits so whatever happens to lead up to the kiss after the kiss or maybe potentially kisses they um are in a good place good place so that's good so i'm guessing they're gonna be in a good place and then ten's gonna get jealous <laughs> because now 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 he will be possessive now he'll have he'll feel like he has the right to be possessive mm. because you know, the right to be jealous the yeah. thing now yep. the reason it makes sense to me that that ten would be jealous as well of the chef because like cooking is his thing with prime yeah so anyone like encroaching on that is gonna like it's gonna like trigger him. <laughs> so especially when this person is obviously um, you know, someone that Prem like looks up to and and yeah, potentially can... he's in, in the position where he is being taught but um and yeah. this is a dynamic, but in the dynamic between Gan and the chef. I mean, Pram and the chef. Pram is the one who's being taught. Yeah. And oh. let's face it, like, Ten fell in love with his chef. Yes. So, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and on that note, we're done. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Two Just... weeks. Oh, no. What are we going to do? What What is anybody going to do for two weeks? Rewatch, rewatching, yeah. gonna rewatch, rewatch the episodes that we already have, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is it? Yes. 
Thanks for hanging out with us. Follow us on Tumblr and Twitter and Spotify. Let us know if you like what we, what we talk about. Send us, interact with us, because like I cannot wait to just see what what we have been sent so we don't right? forget like, i'll be so <laughs> no, disappointed yeah. if i go there and it's like nothing it's like a glitch in the system i'll be like why yeah, it's like <laughs> like a tumblr spam message like that, that breaks your heart yes oh my god yes, so. now you put that in my head i like it's it's there i'm like what so um see you next time yes, bye bye